0: hmm uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act so much. Hot on. Hat on. Suit on. Suit on. Looking like the trap of dawn. Give me the money. All All stress. Like a no million bucks. a lot of things in its tub. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. listening to me. For Steve. Oh, put your hands in Oh,
1: Uh Uh-huh, I said uh uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey, got a radio show. I feel it's necessary to explain what I say in the morning because somebody asked me, what do you mean by that when you say that in the morning? When I say "Uh uh-huh, it's in response to David Hollister opening the song by saying, go ahead, Big Daddy. Go ahead, I said, "Uh uh-huh, I sure will. Then I say good morning everybody because I was raised that way. You're supposed to speak when you come in the room. I'm coming in y'all's room, whether it's your bedroom, the room in your house, your car, your office, you know, wherever you're at. I come in the room, I gotta speak so I say good morning everybody, you are listening to the voice and then I got to introduce myself because as a performer, I always felt my best when I was introduced. No, why would you walk out on stage? Anybody introduce you? You know, you can't get a round of applause. It's just, it's horrible. So I say, you are listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. Now that's old school. I got that, but that's I was once again, dig me now. Is I want you to feel what I'm about to say. That's all I'm saying. Now, that's not a bragging thing, you know. Y'all listening to The Voice, one and only Steve Harvey, come on, dig me now. I'm just asking you to feel what I'm saying in the morning because it's part of a promise that I made to God. See, a long time ago, I told God if he allowed me to make it, that when I got there, I would tell everybody I know how I did it. And I wasn't gonna shortcut it or shade him on it. I said, if you allow me to make it, if you give me the strength, the courage, the wisdom, You gave me a gift. If you let me apply it, don't destroy myself in the process. Forgive me for my sins along the way. Continue to hold and rock me when I need it. When I make it, I promise you, Lord, when I get there, I will tell everybody how I made it. Well, this started back in L.A. when I got on the radio. And uh, I was making it okay. I was doing okay. But I had to keep my promise to God. My promise was, if you allow me to make it, I'll tell everybody how I got there. I have to tell you that every day, because if it was not for that grace and mercy, I wouldn't even be here able to fulfill my promise because I've done enough dirt in my life, man, to not be worthy. He could have easily walked away from me a long time ago. Because I had show sure walked away from him. See, and I didn't walk away from him once. I walked away from him a bunch of times. But guess what? He forgave me a bunch of times. I'm a living example of hundreds of chances. His forgiveness and his mercy is available for everybody. It's the only reason I get on this show every day. It's the only reason I have the blessings that's coming my way. It's the only way that the things that keep happening in my life, man, that I have no explanation for is because of his grace and mercy. See, anytime something good happens in my life and I can't explain it, that's usually him. He exhibits to me, remember, I'm a forgiving God, man. Remember. So when you fall, Steve, don't lay down there. Don't you lay down there. Don't you let the devil fool you that because you done made some mistakes that you ain't, that you can't do it because everybody going to make them. There's none perfect, no, not one. So get up, keep moving, keep pushing, step on. What you laying there for? Your daddy didn't raise you that way. Look, man, my father was just about manhood. I'm going to just tell you, my daddy never had a conversation with me about church. He beat me for not going, but, you know, a couple of times, but he wasn't about that. It wasn't his message. That was my mama's job. My mama taught me about being saved, about loving the Lord, about giving your life, about the, the teachings of Jesus Christ. My mama was a Sunday school teacher. So I got all of that from her. My old man ain't had none of that for me. My old man talked to me about one thing all day long. Hard working manhood. And well, you're going to get that if you don't get nothing else from me. He gave that to me. So I got it. See, so my father used to say, excuse my language, but you ain't gonna sit there like no little punk up in here. You ain't that ain't what you finna do. You finna get up and go do what you're supposed to do. Now stop all that whining like some little punk and go on and get the moving. That's how my father talked to me. Now I'm just telling you real. It worked for me though. And and before you start emailing me, that had nothing to do with homosexuality at all. It's just that was his term for a man not acting like a man. That's all it was. It it was not a gay reference at all. I want you to understand that before you start emailing me. So my daddy wasn't calling. That was not a sexual reference for him. My father talked to us. That's what he meant. I knew exactly what he meant. He couldn't have meant nothing. He ain't even know nothing about that. My old man clueless when it come to that right there. So When I was getting down and feeling bad about myself, my old man, he taught me this toughness, man. He gave me this grit, this doggedness, this go to work and work hard. That's why today when God does bless me with something, he ain't got to worry about me not working hard. Because that's in me. And when I get tired, I ask that same God for strength to keep on doing so I can do the blessings he got for me. So when you ask me, how you going to do all this, Steve Harvey? I don't know. I ain't got to figure that out. All I got to do is show up with the same amount of faith I've been showing up with. God handle the rest of it. See, (laughs) y'all, hey, man, let me tell you something. I don't see how you do it. I don't either. Can, can I give you, hey, man, news flash. Let me hear, I don't see how you doing all that, Steve. You doing this, you doing that, you done. Can I tell you something? I don't either. I just wake up with the faith, man, and trusting that if he going to bless me with it, he must be going to show me a way how to get it done. See, I ain't tripping on that part. See, I, once you take yourself out the how-to business, you can go on and get with it. But see, if you are gonna trip yourself out with the how-to, you can't think like God can think. You can't figure like God can figure. So now you sitting up in here going, Lord, I want this to happen for me. Then oh, I don't know how I'm gonna do all that. Well, guess what? You in the way now. See, you now you in the way. Because see, God ain't asked you to figure out how to. He said, ask and believe. Then he said, faith without works is dead. That's my solution. That's the concoction that I'm functioning on. All I got to do is accept the blessing, keep the faith, be willing to work, and believe. God can do anything but fail. Why would God bring me this far to leave me? Why would he bring you this far to leave you? So why I get up every morning? I have no choice. I got to get up in here and rap. When I'm running late, man, I try to plow through here. Sometimes I don't make it, man. I got to do a rerun. But I plow through here. Because, man, Steve, you're going to run out of something to say. No, nah, I'm going to just keep thanking him. Now, you can't run out of that, can you? Because you owe him that. Matter of fact, when I get through talking, I really ain't thanked him enough.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Uh, What's happening right now is, uh, I would say it ain't none of your business, but we on your radio, so this is your business. But what's about to go down... Is really no concern of yours, but since you' listening, I would be concerned. <laughs> ha, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and this is how I start every day. <laughs> ain't no set intro, ain't no that old same old, same old. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. ain't finna do that. Yeah. We start the day off different. Because you know why we start the day off different? Because it's a different day. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, it is. It if is. it was the
1: same day as yesterday, well, you could do the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. But you can't, because it ain't.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley yeah. Strawberry.
4: Thank you for your business. Good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Thank y'all for being so loyal to us. We love you, morning. What are you going to do all
1: that? <laughs> Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, fool?
3: We are Pizza Nate, y'all listening to us. Top of the morning, Unc Steve. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, before yeah. we get mm-hmm. anything started, I want to say the damn Browns is back. <laughs> oh, back in y'all's money. draws. You good today, huh? You feeling good? Yeah, yeah. Back in y'all's draws. <laughs> yeah. <It's gotta> be <laughs> all back in uh, there. Browns is back. Yeah. Uh, well, so, nah, congratulations,
4: Monday Night Football! Yeah, oh, hey, can I tell night?
1: y'all what happened to me. Yeah, what, what, what happened? Because you look a little frazzled. Yeah. I'm frazzled because I called hell getting here. Uh, <laughs> okay, happened? first of all, uh, you know, not to you know sound, but it is what it is.
4: What rich it people comes, problems? Comes, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think this is. My driver sick to me. So, <laughs>
3: oh, oh, that baby. I, I, so I'm coming to work, right?
1: Yeah. So I go out to the garage and get in the car, I'm going to drive. Mm-hmm. Ain't no garage door opener, so I'm just sitting in there with the car stalled. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ain't what no damn garage door opener. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where the hell is the garage door opener because it's supposed to be yeah. one of these buttons that you press uh-huh. or an opener <laughs> on the visor.
4: Meanwhile, you so, cut the car off, I hope.
1: So <laughs> I... <laughs> You can't get out. Crazy. I cut the car. Thank you. Go in the house to get the <laughs> garage door opener. Can't find the garage door opener, so I said, well, let me drive the other car. So I get in the other car. Mm-hmm.
4: What was that? I'm just asking. That's the other? that other, other car. It
1: uh-huh. was yeah. a mall sane. Okay. okay. So Ooh. I get in the mall sane. I can't right. find What's the kid. That?
0: What's
3: that? What's right. that? That's Come a dog. On, Carla. <laughs> That's huh? a road. Did you right. say a dog? It's a
1: Bentley. I that was yeah.
3: a dog. Oh, you getting a Bentley.
1: Cool. It's, and we ain't got but 30 seconds. Then I go get in the other car, and it ain't got no... Uh, garage door opening, in it. So I go back in the house and go get in the other car and I find the garage door this in this car, but nah, ain't, ain't no damn key. So I go back in the house and get the key. I can't find the key. I come outside. The driver done put the going? key in the ashtray. Now how the hell I know this? And why am I in the damn ashtray? I can't smoke in none of my cars. <laughs> when we come back, I'll tell y'all uh, what happened.
4: Part two uh, of Rich People Problems coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right,
4: when we left off. You were telling us what trouble you how had How much hell morning. I caught getting here. Now, <laughs> yeah. I know,
1: you know, y'all call this rich people problems. I'm because sorry. it is. Yes. <laughs> but you know. Because your so.
4: driver was sick yeah. this morning. Well, yeah. so bring it, bring I'm you driving. I know
1: how to drive. Ain't no problem. Uh-huh. Drove more than mm-hmm. him. Uh-huh. I got more miles under mm-hmm. my yeah. belt than he do. I promise you that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I lived in the car. And yeah, where oh, I went was going, a drive. Oh, we're going back there. Yeah, so you know, he ain't got nothing on me So uh. excuse me for having a blessed life. Man. So I'm Amen. finally I'm in the third car. Uh-huh. Finally, I see the garage door open. I hit the garage door opener, but ain't no damn key. So I go back in the key, I come back I come back, I ain't got no key, and I look in there and I'm hitting buttons and the ashtray open, and that go to key. So I start the uh-huh. I come on out the driveway, now, my garage door opener it got six buttons on it. I done let up all the damn doors <laughs> trying to close the one <laughs> damn door.
5: And I done let up all
1: the damn doors. All the doors is open. Waking up everybody Oh, in I'm just catching more hell. Finally I get all them damn doors shut. And you know, you got to wait and see which one go down. Like yeah. So I let yeah. the garage door down, then I just came on in. Uh, and I now I get to the parking lot. <laughs> I ain't got no key to get in the parking lot. Wait, hold on right there. I got it. Hold on.
4: You're listening to Rich People Problems and the Steve Harvey Morning Thank Show. you. Okay, go ahead, Steve.
1: I don't have a key to get in the building.
4: You don't. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, don't you don't have nothing. Because I'm usually with somebody that's got a key.
4: Yeah, you have people. Uh-huh. So I
1: ain't got no key to get in the building. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know how to get in the garage, so I called Junior. <laughs> Junior come out and help me get in the garage. I ain't never took the ticket before, so He's I got saying, a ticket. <laughs> and I asked Junior, I said, hey man, is shot. somebody gonna <laughs> stamp this ticket or something? Because <laughs> how I'm gonna get out of validation.
3: here. Uh, you want your ticket I'm validated. trying to figure out how I'm gonna get out.
1: So Junior say, man, just come on in, <laughs> I'll get you out. So I'm in here, I'm at work, uh, and I'm either, I'm probably going to be stuck unless Junior has take me out there and get me out this parking You need like. your
4: people. It's just like when you went to the grocery store you by yourself last week, man, Steve. This, you can't I'm, do regular. Hey, Stop man, let me going places by yourself. Let me tell you something.
1: <laughs> what? I will not, will not be going back to the damn grocery store. <laughs> What I'm not gonna do is have a teenager looking at me like I'm stupid, <laughs> sir. Put your card in there. Judging you. Uh, put your card in where? That down in the slot, sir. Sir, you have to put the chip in first. What chip? What are you
0: talking about,
1: sir? Put your pen in. Pen. You got no pen, lady. Oh man. You know how much money on this card right here? What did you talking about? A pen? Oh
4: my God,
3: Steve. You can't go back to though. You
4: can't go
3: back.
1: So not the cashier. Having a <laughs> pen
4: is is not poor though. Having a pen. No, it's not
1: poor. Not I just poor. don't know what it is. But yeah. well, yeah. you don't he know regular know. stuff. So now, the teenager, yeah. she got <laughs> her arms folded. She just looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> she threw it with you. So <laughs> then I'm talking. This going on five minutes. So the black girl comes over there. Uh-huh. She say, "Hey, Uncle Steve." I say, "Hey, baby." She <laughs> say. Don't come down here no more without a <laughs> Marjorie, right. Don't come down here no more without a Marge. <laughs> she say, I see her in here all the time. You ain't never come in here. <laughs> she say, you just got these people in here looking at like, like something wrong with you.
4: <laughs> but, Steve, you were excited to be able to go. You you thought it was an adventure, right, to it go was, to the grocery it store. It was cool. And then yeah. what
1: big deal was I walked up to this lane I had never seen before uh-huh. where you can Check, yourself out yourself.
4: check out yourself. Uh, oh yeah. So a lady yourself. was standing yeah. there and was going right this yeah. way, sir. Uh-huh.
1: And that intimidated me. I said, no, <laughs> I need somebody pressing buttons. <laughs> uh, lady, I'm finna steal all this if you think I know <laughs> what <laughs> I'm Yo, <laughs> I, Yeah, I'm I'm telling you right now I'm finna steal these groceries. You
3: you're rich and got money for yeah, groceries, you gonna steal it. I'm finna steal these <laughs> groceries
1: because I have no clue what to do with this self checkout. I saw somebody yeah. putting their own stuff in their bag. I'm sitting, we're going, wait oh, the hold on. <laughs> What is I'm in here for?
4: Steve, there are a lot well, of places let me ask you Steve. shouldn't even huh? go to by yourself. You just shouldn't. There's a lot of places what? you shouldn't go. And hey,
1: let me tell you what I did uh, one day. <laughs> what? Uh, I got in one of my cars that I don't never drive, uh-huh. and the gas light came on. I went to the gas station, got out, uh-huh. and looked around the car, and just got back in and went back <laughs> home. I, know I didn't know where, to where the hell the gas cap was. <laughs> I just got back <laughs> in the car and went back home and started calling people, cussing them out. Why well, ain't no gas no, no, I had no idea. No, see, it. the well, gas I'll admit, though, some gas caps are hard to open. No, you know, listen you, to me. You, this gas yeah, cap, this gas course, cap it, is it, under my tail yeah. light. You have to lift oh, the tail light okay. up to yeah. to get the oh, okay. gas cap. That's fancy. So I didn't know that. Uh-huh. So yeah. So you know I don't walk around, around right, the car twice, <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't look like a fool. I just got back in it. You know I was just walked around it without touching nothing, and just gave it a quick once over because I used to steal. So I know how to look at stuff yeah, uh-huh. and on a glance. You know, yeah. and so I looked, and I know how to look because I used to steal. And uh. I just look real quick And I just didn't see No opening No creasing I said man Let me get my ass out of here
4: So you just drove back On fumes Praying He's all the saying, way No, nah, I
1: had to pray I drove on back I saw a little red light on But then I know one th- It better not Run out of nowhere.
4: Oh <laughs> man Cause oh, this is people Ain't finna to be Working no more And you have to Walk back up to the oh Gas station gosh. Get a
5: gas oh, can Oh wow man. Yeah so Well you can't do Regular Uh uh-uh. uh-uh. You ain't gonna make That's it
4: funny. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't go anywhere else By yourself
1: Steve I'm gonna tell you Something though Tommy You to keep and it's funny, it's really not funny. <laughs> it's really not because when it's happening to you, you try to go. Wait a minute, man! I have made a really wonderful success out of myself, uh-huh. but I can't mm. put gas in a damn car not
0: anymore. Yeah,
1: and you feel real inadequate. Uh-huh. You start going, you know. I'm not to touch a little bit. I'm, I'm not. wrong with me. I'll go back home, and then my wife say, "You back already?" <laughs> yeah, I. You know. <laughs> she said, "What happened?" You, wow,
4: you, know. you can admit to it. You <laughs>
0: Can't yeah. do regular. i to be back do here do with you,
1: regular. baby. You can't
4: <laughs> do regular at all. That's so funny, Steve. Oh, all right. Well, thank you for that, Steve. That <laughs> concludes today's version of Rich People Problems. Coming up next, it's the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs>
4: coming up at the top of the hour entertainment news well beyonce got snubbed at the emmys again uh and celebrity emmys yeah at the emmys the creative emmys they happened over the weekend Mm -hmm. Uh, celebrity birthdays malik yobas was she 52 today Mm -hmm. and uh, 52 yeah Mm -hmm. right now though uh the nephew just Okay. The nephews in the building. So he going for
1: his fifty second birthday. This is what he wants to do. <laughs> run that prank I'm back. A lot of ways point. to oh. celebrate your birthday. I don't think this ain't this this ain't the happiest birthday he's had. <laughs>
4: but right now it's Come on, Let me get nephews. to it. I'm <laughs>
1: getting to All it. All I'm <laughs> saying is it. this <laughs> birthday <laughs> got a couple okay. twists <laughs> <laughs> in it.
5: All right, come
4: on, step on up, nephew. You know it's time for run that prank back. What you got for us now? now.
1: Say these announcements <laughs> for the Sadie's
3: announcements. Be quiet, Steve. Do this
1: round. <laughs> birthday.
3: <laughs> Let's go now. Okay. Me and my Jesus. Hello? Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a sister. This is she. Uh, how you doing? I, I'm giving you a call on behalf of uh, Baptist Church. You you are a member there, am I right? Yes, I
6: am.
3: Okay. Listen, um, I'm calling you. They they uh, Some of the members have gotten together and had a meeting and mm-hmm. wanted me to give you a call. Have, uh, it, it seems that uh, a lot of them are complaining about Sunday services that go on and want for me to give you a call on their behalf so that we can see if we can address the problem and talk to you diligently as possible and try to get the problem rectified.
6: What, what's going
3: on? Well, it seems like that um, a lot of, uh, of members are complaining.
6: I'm sorry, and what is your name again?
3: Uh, my name is ma'am. Uh, uh, I'm not actually a member of the church. I've just been the one that they've been asked to give you a call and and try to talk on the members' behalf so maybe we can get this problem rectified that you ha- that they have uh, as far as you are concerned. Now, okay, go ahead.
6: I'm just trying to see what this is in regards to. Go
3: ahead. Well, it, it seems like the members of the church are complaining about that you're doing too much shouting at church on Sunday, and it seems to be going on every Sunday. You're running up and down the aisle, and you shouting all over the place. And it's oh, whoa, very, whoa,
6: whoa, whoa. Me, I, I've been singled out about my shouting? Well, is eh, that what you're saying?
3: Well, evidently it's distracting, ma'am. You're distracting everyone from getting the word and listening to the word and being involved in the service, and that's the purpose of the call is to see if we can get you to tone it down some.
6: Okay, uh, so the whole church is complaining about me shouting the way people run up and down their mouths every Sunday and almost turn cartwheels and flips, and they singling me out complain about me?
3: Well, ma'am. I don't know how it is that you can see everybody else doing cartwheels when you the ones that, that they say is the one that's doing them. You don't.
6: Okay. Well, how am, I, how am I being singled out?
3: Man, all I'm saying is, is that they saying that you're doing too much shouting and too much running at this church. Now, I, I'm just the messenger. Okay.
6: Well, well, they they can't tell me how to shout. They don't. They can't tell me what's going on in my life. What's gonna keep me from praising God?
0: I,
3: and I, under- they, I mean, they could just they they
6: can go somewhere else with that, but they are not gonna tell me that I can't praise my God. They don't know how good God has been to me.
3: I, and and you know what? I understand that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But it's becoming a distraction. I mean, they they was at the point last night talking about should we put some seat belts on the pews so so you can stay down. I
6: wish they would put some seat But How are they gonna tell people they can't shout in church and praise God? What what do we come to church for?
3: Well, you do come to... They up.
6: need to be trying to praise God and get their own shot on and stop looking at me and worrying about what I'm doing.
3: We are gonna need you to quit running up and down these aisles and doing what you... That's
6: not gonna, I'm sorry, sir. You know, I, I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying my best. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Sir, that, that's not happening. You can't tell me. I gotta stop shouting.
3: Okay, ma'am. But let me ask you something. Are you running now? Aren't you just standing still talking? No, because
6: I don't have to run right now.
3: Okay. I, what I'm trying to get you to... I do.
6: I feel like... A and down this street right now, I can run up and down this street and praise God, but they're not going to tell me to stop shouting at
3: church. Can we get you to be a little bit more reserved as what we are? See, ma'am, let me ask, let me go ahead and go further on what they do. I, what I I'll, move, I'll move how the spirit moves. Okay, well, let me move and tell you what they've told me. Now, go ahead, what, if, what if, they told you. If we can't get to the point where you can, you know, tone it down, then we may have to ask you to leave. I
6: just want them to ask me, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, what? oh, Jesus. You Ma- let them ask me, why would they want me to leave the church? Ma- I've been at that church for 15 years. I'm not leaving the church. I'm going to run up and down I'm the not
3: gon- around the church. I'm, I'm not even turn me some flips where
6: my I f- feel well,
3: like it. Now, 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 listen. That's, it, that, that's all I'm, th- okay, go ahead. What, I'm, gonna Did, f- you, I'm you going said, to be there, I'm going to, I am going sir. to be there on Sunday, ma'am, and I have been the person that's been appointed to make sure that you're not running up and down these aisles and shouting like this. You're going to have to keep yourself Reserve so people can hear the word of God. You are standing in people's word. That's what you're doing. You in the you way. You know of-
6: what? If they come trying to sit me down, I'ma give them a word and I ain't gonna be a god. So now let them put that d- hands up on me here. Yeah? Now listen, okay, I'm telling you that now. You, you could say tell- I haven't been in that church 15 years. If I want to run, dance, shout, jump, scream, whatever I want to do. I'm going to do it, and ain't nobody going to stop me.
3: You're going to have to stop this. This past Sunday was your last Sunday doing it, and you're watch not going to do it this stop Sunday.
6: Well, like I said, just watch. And I'm telling you, you can tell the ursher, the deacon board, the deaconess, the ministers wives, or whoever else you want to tell. Let them put their hands on me and see if I don't swing on them. I'm going to come right about the spirit and swing on them. I'm telling you that now. Because, see, sir, you can really push me. That. I out tried try I done tried my this I tried to show that I'm saved and I... remember, but you make it you you making me revert back to my old ways and you you really finna f me
3: out. That's what you finna do. Okay, well let me ask you this. Here. Where is the God at right now in you? Where is the you one hear
6: that's here? He the God was in me when I was trying to be calm with you at first to tell you don't be calling with me with this foolishness. But now you done made the other side of me raise up. Well you didn't
3: raise it, it up in you done raised it up in me too. Guess what? Come Sunday you're gonna sit your in that pew, and you ain't gonna. M- you know, hold oh, when you call yourself a man of God, you can't
6: take him home. Sit my in the pew. Okay, all right. All right, we're gonna see how well my in that pew. Matter of fact, first thing Sunday morning, I'm going to pastor. Oh, yeah, when you're the Deacon, whatever you are, whatever your name is, I'm gonna tell him about it. Y'all better. How would I get you my
3: number? You need to lose. I would be talking to Pastor myself and letting him know about this situation. You don't talk. You don't. We can call Pastor right now. We just passed on freeway. You don't talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. Talk to Pastor.
6: I've been at this church 15 years. Like I said. Now tell you,
3: oh Jesus, Jesus, ooh, you, you finna, oh Jesus. No, 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 see, just like this here, you see ooh, how you, how you ooh, calling Jesus, on him and you standing? Jesus. Yeah, because
6: I'm calling on him to keep me from just really going to
3: cuss you out right now, because you done really hit my nerve. I got one more thing I need to say to you, lady. Well, you know what? You better say it real quick, because you finna talk to this operator. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just <laughs> got pranked <laughs> by your girl, <laughs>
6: You know, oh, see, you know what? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm,
3: oh, I'm a kickin' <laughs> my butt. I'm kid say, oh, gee, oh, oh, Lord! Y'all see you have me up here cursing on the fuck. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I got one more thing, baby. Let me ask you something. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land.
6: Steve Harvey Morning Show,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>, baby. <laughs> That is me and my Jesus. Me and my Jesus, all right? You're right. Phenomenally stupid. Is that, is that right? Is that right? Phenomenally stupid.
4: What are you talking about? I know. Right? Just
3: how stupid I am. Pranks, oh, yeah. stand-up. I'm just phenomenally.
4: All right. right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, entertainment. You ain't got
1: to put no more adjectives
4: I on. know, and national news <laughs> right after
1: this.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, time for entertainment news today. Uh the beehive is upset. Ooh, oh the beehive. Uh Beyonce got snubbed again at the Emmys, you know. Um the Creative Arts Emmy Awards were handed out over the weekend. And while Beyoncé was nominated in six categories, you know, for her Netflix special, um, Homecoming. Oh,
1: that was, that was a bad that was thing. Nice. Yeah, it was. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. yeah.
4: Yes. She she wound up with nothing, though. She got six nominations, but she didn't get anything. Well, you know what
1: them Emmy people need to be careful of? What? Don't let the beehive find out your name. Okay? Because they're going to Oh, they got something for you. They <laughs> get yeah. mad. Yeah, they they yeah. Get yeah. yeah. you're going to have to get out the group <laughs> or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> so Beyonce walked away empty-handed. She actually lost Outstanding Variety Special to Carpool Karaoke with uh, James Corden. Is his name James Corden, right?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. good. That, that Carpool car Karaoke, good. It's fun. It is. Yes.
4: He was with. He won for the one with uh, Paul McCartney. Him and former Beatle yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah. So, that beat out yeah, Beyonce's no. special. Yeah. yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah, it did. Well, yeah. they were saying, you know, a lot. There are a lot of older voters on the Emmy board. I was gonna say, who that. on the committee? Yeah. Who, who, so who
1: voting? Yeah. Oh, you ain't gonna never say well, that because I... the beehive gon' you know, lead the Lay man, let me tell you something. That beehive is real.
4: Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you know the Carpool Karaoke did not do better than the first Black woman performing at Coachella at Homecoming. I'm just saying,
3: <laughs> we ripped get, it. I'm
4: just saying, <laughs> we awards. Yeah. Ripped it, and they, they renamed it Baychella. Remember? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fierce she was. Yeah. Well, you know,
1: it, it just par for the course, though. You yeah, know, yeah. You look at how, mm-hmm. you know, what's that? What's up, Felicity?
4: Huffman over oh, 14, yeah. 14, 14 days. Who gets
1: fourteen days in prison? I've yeah. never it. Heard don't of it don't even sound right. You're sentenced to fourteen days in prison. And
2: then drop the gavel. And orientation
1: <laughs> before you get the gin popped yeah. is two weeks. <laughs> so right after orientation, you get to go She's home.
4: He's out.
1: Before you go over there 14. and get shanked you get to go home
3: oh 14 days <laughs> yeah you, you can't say that dog. no i'm no
1: no no listen to me listen to me prison real prison once you go to general population you got to start sorting it out it depends on where you are you yeah, got you got to get into your right race yeah. you got to find yeah. out you know they're gonna yeah, find from, out they're yeah. gonna find out what your charges is you know, you might have to take a hit for that. Right. But, you know, if you don't get she's right a, with your group, you know, it could be a prison, prison ride. She's and you got to got, got, no got but I'm just telling you. Yeah, okay. So What's now she that? only got 14 days. So even if she went to Rikers, she got two weeks <laughs> in orientation. And then they let her little happy ass yeah. out. can she going to make some more TV shows. One roll of toilet
3: paper. Yep. One roll. Mm-hmm. That's all she's going to go through in two weeks. She got that.
1: Prison is so scary, you don't even use your toilet paper the first two weeks. (laughs) what, okay. what? Yeah. keep it you to yourself just, oh you just that first two weeks you just lock up what? oh still- oh i'm telling you right now you go to prison the first two weeks you don't even go to the bathroom yeah you're trying to figure out what the hell going on <laughs> hey, I'm, you I'm don't really even pull dumb, your pants I'm down really. the first two weeks <laughs> uh-uh. you keep just it, be sitting up in your cell with your back to the wall just be looking around
0: <laughs> crying
1: you this is not the time crazy. i'll tell you right now
4: yeah.
1: You don't even wow. need no toilet tissue the first two weeks. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sitting in your cell, concerned.
4: <laughs> but uh, um, oh, <laughs> Nike did win for their Colin Kaepernick commercial.
3: Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that
1: one. Yeah, but Colin mm-hmm. ain't good. allowed to go and accept nothing. Right. Yeah. He probably can't even raise his hand for NFL.
4: Yeah. All right, uh,
5: Steve, let's move on now to uh, today's headlines, please.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
5: Thank you very much, and Good morning, everybody. This is Anne Tripp with the news. President Trump is calling for the resignation of all the New York Times reporters involved in the latest story about Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Now, what happened is the Sunday Times Review uh, pl- published a new allegation of sexual misconduct against Kavanaugh, but then the supposed victim claimed that she had no memory of the incident. Meanwhile, in answer to those Democrats calling for Kavanaugh's impeachment, because they still are, uh, Congressman Jerry Nadler, who chairs the, the House Judiciary Committee, says, quote, we have our hands full with impeaching the president. Without actually coming out and saying it, both the U.S. and Saudi Arabia are suggesting that Iran was involved in the weekend attack that's disrupted the flow of oil along the Saudi coast. The Saudis say Iranian weapons were used in the strike on the oil production facility. However, Iran is denying being behind any of it. Meanwhile, the price per barrel of oil has risen a bit in the wake of the refinery attacks. But President Trump says that Americans have nothing to worry about. They haven't risen very much, and we have
1: these strategic oil reserves, which are massive, and we can— uh, release a little bit of that and uh, other countries, including Bahrain, but other countries can be a little bit more generous
5: with the oil and you'd bring it right down. So, no, that's not a problem. Okay, well, we'll see. In Dallas, by the way, a judge has denied a request for a change of venue in the trial of a former Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger. Geiger's the white, now former cop accused of murdering a black man who lived in the apartment above her directly. She says she came home, got off on the wrong floor and somehow entered Botham Jean's apartment. He was watching TV. He stands up. She shoots him dead. There was never any word on whether Officer Geiger was given a breathalyzer test by her fellow officers. Her lawyer wanted the trial moved, claiming that she couldn't get a fair trial in Dallas. But the judge says, no, she's not going anywhere. President Trump's provided a boost to Benjamin Netanyahu's bid to get reelected today. They're voting over there in the Jewish state. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu faces a difficult reelection by all reports. This time around, Trump has publicly expressed his support for Netanyahu. And Trump is reportedly very, very popular, especially with Israeli right wingers uh, who constitute the Prime Minister's primary base of support. Sad news a Green Beret was killed in action in Afghanistan. Uh, yesterday, which was about a week after the death of another American serviceman there, which prompted President uh, Trump to cancel planned talks with the Taliban that was supposed to take place around nine eleven, and those talks were supposed to be aimed at ending the eighteen year old war over there in Afghanistan. Today, on a good note, is National Wife Appreciation Day. I'm not perfect, but I'm perfect for you. Oh yeah. That's what I say. I just can't find the other part of me. (laughs) The other perfect part. Now back to to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Okay, we're supposed to go to Junior, but, uh, yeah, no. but we're gonna hold
1: on. Listen to this. see. I want to explain to you about this little white girl, Felicity, Felicity
4: Huffman, huh, that got uh, these
1: two weeks in prison. Yeah, fourteen days. Okay, day and day, I huh? was just explaining to y'all what happens. See, they give you the roll of toilet tissue, but for the first two weeks of prison, you don't even use your toilet <laughs> tissue because you don't need it. <laughs> Why you need it? You see, said <laughs> that what's again? Going on? well, see, first of all, what happens is. When you first get sentenced, uh-huh. yeah. that's when all the sugar, honey, iced tea happened to you. you <laughs> sugar, honey, iced tea be all over the courtroom flow. That's when you get sentenced. It's the... Sentencing day is the biggest colon cleanse ever. <laughs> it's early
0: in <laughs> the morning, I don't care Steve. if it is
1: early in the morning. I go every morning before I come in here. So yeah, I'm in line. I'm regular. Uh, and uh, little Felicity, little white lady, they, when they us her to them 14 days, splat <laughs> out right there. Sugar, honey, iced tea all, all the over the corner. So when now, splat out. She emptied out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why they only got uh-huh. to give you one roll because you <laughs> sure. emptied <it> out back <laughs> so, at the sentence. So, well, thank you. What,
3: for the, what you doing that the first seat. 14 days when you first get there?
1: You just get your back uh-huh. up against that wall <laughs> and look at your cell. <laughs> though, and so she ain't been to sleep or nothing. This little white girl ain't never been. A- girl, let me tell you something. She, she ain't never been to detention before. <laughs> <laughs> she probably ain't never been to detention. She ain't never been expelled. Yeah. Her ass oh. got two weeks in prison. And now. it's killing her. Her little ass don't know what to do. She ain't got no nails on. Ain't nobody oh, gave her man. no makeup. Yeah. She don't know how to do prison makeup yet. Yeah, okay. So she ain't I, took I, I her blueberries made and made no that. eyeliner with it or nothing like that. Like, you know, they take their blueberries. <laughs> blueberries. You take your blueberries and <laughs> they and make eyeliner with it. She don't know none what? of that. So she just over there looking like Casper. She just <laughs> over there just says, late. Her first two weeks in prison is just, when she look in the mirror, she ain't gonna know who she is. She so in the when she come back home her
3: husband, she gonna look real different, though.
1: Well, they they gonna get a divorce.
0: Yeah. If he if he white, her. white
1: men don't stay with white women once they go to jail. <laughs> or, and if he do stay with her, listen to me, cause I watch forensics and American uh, greed okay, all the time. Okay. See, let me explain something to you. If greed. she okay. do well, come back home, uh, she need to pay close attention to the to the man she married to. Oh. Cause if he starts showing up with a plastic bag, <laughs> duct tape, oh. if all He's of a sudden too. he He's buy like, a brand new that. boat,
3: uh-huh. yeah, your ass is finna
1: go somewhere, <laughs> in though, girl. In
3: the fourteen days, <laughs> yeah,
1: you see some twine in there, a couple of cylinder <laughs> bricks in the uh, bathroom. Your ass is Ugh. fitting to go for a okay. little boat ride.
4: Is everyone clear <laughs> yeah. now on what Felicity Huffman is going to yeah. do? And as
1: yes. soon as she go in, what her gonna husband like. going to up the insurance.
4: All right. Uh, uh, thank you, Steve. We're going to be about to 10 out. Uh, and from that we go to this. Coming up at 34 after the hour, um, a second woman has come forward, accusing Antonio Brown of sexual misconduct. We'll get into God that no. right after
2: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: A second woman has come forward to accuse Antonio Brown of sexual misconduct. Uh, According to Sports Illustrated, a new accuser claims that back in 2017, when Antonio was playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, an unnamed woman said Antonio hired her to paint a mural on a wall in his Pittsburgh home. The artist claims Antonio stood behind her fully naked, holding a small towel over his genitals, over his private area, uh, while she was painting. Uh, she went on to say that Antonio was flirty with her, but she paid him no mind. The artist also said she never she filed. Can't. a. Yeah, she said she never filed a, a police report. She has no plans to pursue legal action. Uh, and then meanwhile, yesterday, Antonio's lawyer, uh, Darren Heitner, released a statement saying Antonio Brown has reviewed the sexual misconduct allegations made by an unnamed artist in the Sports Illustrated article and denies that he ever engaged in such activities. So there you go, a
0: second so, woman. I mean, has she's come
1: saying that okay, but that's the extent of what she's saying happened. Yeah, well, a you know, second woman uh, has come forward, the, the, even the, though he denies the allegation. But now let me ask you a question. Now this is not in defense of Antonio Brown, but this woman is she's not pressing charges? No, she
4: says she's not no. pressing charges. Um, she doesn't want any money. You know, um, she she he was flirting with her at one point. She said she didn't oh, pay him any oh, mind. Okay. Yeah. I don't so, know. You no, know. just it's, she it's, was being interviewed. Yeah, yeah, and she has yeah. a right, you know, just like so uh, she Brittany painted. Taylor. He
3: just standing behind her like that? That's what she said. She's, that's what she's yeah, claiming, that he's, somebody he like.
4: stood behind her fully naked, holding a small towel over his private area while she was painting. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Well this, this? This is, yeah. But he's
4: denying the allegations. So, so. What,
3: what happened yesterday, Carla? Didn't uh, the NFL talk to the, the first young lady? Brittany. Britney yeah. Taylor, yeah. Didn't she had
4: help? her meeting.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And then they also she declined the offer of uh two, $2 million. million. And $2 million she got dollars. married over the weekend as well. She did she, get married. She did oh, that. she got married she got over the weekend. That's an married. ongoing oh. investigation okay. as well, okay.
3: too. Okay. So yeah. this is well, she turned out over, far from Well over. but mm-hmm. she
1: has stated though, this isn't about criminal charges. She just wants to be wants compensated. yeah. So that's what Britain, it is. The first, mm-hmm. and the so first you know, victim. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. obviously that's she's she's gonna get some type of check. Looks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Yeah. she didn't want the two mm-hmm. million. So what is the number? Yeah. And if, right. if 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 now let's just this is just me thinking and asking a question. Mm-hmm. Suppose he gives her five million, and she says okay, cool, and walks away. What what happens then? I mean, you know, there was no admission of guilt. There was no, no, nothing. I mean, if if you just if you're trying to get some money and you stated that you want to be compensated, and let's say that he comes up with five million dollar check and write the check for five million, what happens after that?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, does is that is agreeing? that an admission of guilt? Is, is, that that yeah. is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I mean, I don't know what it is. I'm if just asking her. the question.
4: Yeah, if he pays her.
1: But settlements don't settle- always mean don't. admission of guilt. Right. Sometimes you just want to move on with your yeah. life
4: right? Well, and enough. just
1: put it behind you. I know right. a lot of people do settlements and just so they can move on with their life.
4: But he did say through his lawyer that he was going to fight it and fight for other professional athletes who have well, been in the same position The as fight well. has started with he a did, $2 million yeah. dollar check uh-huh. offer.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, you know, this, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's the position to take on a case like this. It would be not be my suggestion to say that you're going to fight for yourself and other athletes because other athletes ain't mentioned in this. Yeah, this yeah, is but, your case, yeah, but he and you've got that. to deal no. with this on your own. And yeah. don't don't try to turn this into a mission now.
4: Right, right, to a I, I don't think of, that's mm. the smartest right, way right. to turn it. Yeah.
1: Like, like you on a mission to stop this type of thing. Yeah. No, man, this accusation is pretty serious. Mm-hmm. It could cost very you your serious. career. Yeah, right. It could be it's yeah. already probably and been very mentally damaging to this woman. So this is not mm-hmm. the time to create another mission. Right. And it's it, either you're going to compensate the woman, so you can get on with your life and get clear to play, or this is going to be something else. Yeah, that's just my right. opinion.
4: All right, Steve, we're going to move on here. Uh, Nephew Tommy mm-hmm. is up next with the prank phone call right after this.
7: Hi, my name is Carlos Miller, and I'm Chico Bean.
1: And I'm
3: the fool with the tattoo. You already know what time it is, your boy DC Young Fly. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up, guys, at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject: Stuck in an Open Relationship. Stuck in an Open mm. Relationship. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev?
3: Cake Lady. <laughs> it's the Cake Lady. Okay. You want some cake? Anime Bullock. <laughs> it's
6: a cake anime. Cake lady, let's go. Cake this is Barbara.
7: Uh yeah, I need to ask you what what kind of cakes do y'all make at this place?
6: Well, sir, we make all occasion cakes. Birthday cakes, anniversary cakes, wedding cakes. Pretty much whatever you need. What you looking for? Do y'all be making adult cakes? Yes, sir. We make a few adult cakes, you know, um uh, bachelorette parties and uh, you know, wedding what exactly are you looking for,
7: sir? No, no, no. The problem is, is this right here? I ordered a cake from you all on Saturday. Uh huh. It was supposed to be delivered to my daughter's school on Tuesday, and you know she in junior high school, thirteen years old. The cake was supposed to have Hannah Montana on it, and it was supposed to say Happy Birthday. Now the cake get delivered over there. Today, and I can't for the life of me believe that this is happening. We in her classroom, all the classmates is in there, some teachers in there. The principal then came down. We finna have cake and ice cream for the kids. But when they open up the cake, it's a man's private part on the cake. What? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No.
6: We have never made a mistake like that. Y'all made that mistake. Y'all made that that
7: mistake. I've been calling this place all damn day. Y'all done made this damn mistake, and somebody going to pay for this. I got we did not make that mistake. Year, I got 13-year-old
6: no, no, you're going to have to lower it down now, okay? Because we can't get nothing settled if you yelling and I can't hear you,
7: okay? I need to lower it down. You should have lowered that private part off that cake.
6: That's sir, what you should have done. Sir, what is your name? My name is Trevor. And now where was the cake supposed to be going? Middle school.
7: Middle school. Now, where was it delivered, sir? I just don't... See, that's, that's it right there. You can't remember. That's how y'all made the damn mistake. Sir, please just answer the question so we can get this settled, sir. No, what? Who, is the owner there? Excuse me, I am the owner.
6: My name is Barbara Now, if you give me the information, I'll try to make this thing right because
7: it couldn't have been my company. Are you absolutely sure, sir? I'm positive. Y'all is the ones that delivered the damn cake. Listen, I got all these 13-year-old kids, and they're oh, traumatized, God. and the, uh, the teachers and oh, the, oh, the oh, Okay, okay. So, looking at me crazy. Because I, I, I y'all didn't deliver sir, the wrong I can damn cake. Understand, sir, but
6: I need to calm down just for a minute. Let me ask you this. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you want me to calm down? You should have took that private part down I, I off can the understand. cake. I can understand, but I don't think it was my company, okay, because we've never made a mistake like that. Now, we're very careful with that kind of stuff. Now, sir, hold on one minute. Come here. Do you know anything about a cake delivery? A Hannah Montana cake going to f- middle school today? Uh huh. Yeah. Did y'all make any deliveries? Okay, thanks, sir. I just talked to my driver, and he's been with me about eight years, sir, and we've never had a problem like this. He's never delivered a cake over there, sir. Are you sure it was my company? This
7: damn, show this place, lady. It's this way. You'll
6: drive a line. Uh, you know, you know, mistakes can be made, but I can't. You can't either, make I'm no mistake like that when you got a this.
7: man's private part in a in front of a bunch of thirteen year old kids at a junior high school. I can understand.
6: Cool. I would be upset too. I have children too, so I can understand what you're trying to say. But, sir, what I'm trying to tell you is this is not my company. You're talking about. We wouldn't have done anything like that. I've been in business for thirteen years. What is your name?
7: My name is Barbara. Okay, so you're the one behind all of this on this damn cake that's supposed to be Hannah Montana and wound up being a man's private part on the uh, cake? Sir, come on. Stop and think about this. Do you know you think we about would not it. deliver you a cake to to a high
6: school, an adult cake to a school. Now, I, I understand you upset. Listen, I really lady, sure do you understand, understand you what has
7: happened at my daughter's school?
6: I, and I apologize for it, sir, but I don't believe that you ordered the cake from my company. Okay? As a matter of fact, we make cakes on Friday, sir. Wasn't no cake delivered today. Sir, it's a Tuesday. And
7: hey, What the hell? I mean, it's a Tuesday. Ain't nobody eating cake on Tuesday.
6: Sir, I have told you that that couldn't have happened here at my company, okay? Okay, okay now, let me I tell don't know. you. Okay. I mean, I'll be happy to make a cake for you, sir, and to send it to your daughter, but, sir, it wasn't my company.
7: That I was, don't want no happy. more damn cakes. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I'm finna to do, lady. I'm finna to call my lawyer. I'm finna to get with the police, and I'm coming over there to shut that <laughs> down. You won't sell a cupcake when I get through with your... Oh, family. sir, you know what? Now, you
6: done gone too far. Let me tell you something. This is my business, that I done worked for 13 years to build, you ain't finna come up here and do a... I'm finna shut that... You down. You come up I'm here and more down. icing up your... Your mammy won't even know who you are. You need to get off my... Phone with this... That's some ignorant... In the first place, sir. How dare you call me with that... And what the... Is your name? I already told you, my name is Trevor... Trevor... Bring your... Up here, and I got something for you. Bring your... And the... Police, Do you think I'm gonna let some little like you come jeopardize my business? I've been in business too long. I know what the I'm doing. Now, I don't know who the you call, but it will show not my company. Do you understand me? I
7: understand everything you saying, and I understand when I get over there, I'm gonna shut it down. Me and the police. You won't come out here and get your set down, and you're gonna have
6: a daughter crying over your now I told you it wasn't my company. Now get off my phone. Do you hear me? I got one more thing I need you to say got to you, no lady. F- thing to tell me f- talking about shutting down my f- company. Yes, I, I got one more thing. I, is you listening
7: to me? I ain't listening. What you got to f- say to me? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. That b- oh, my God.
6: Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ah. oh you son I got to get off this phone. Oh, my God. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Bye. Hello? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please tell me I'm not on the radio.
7: No. Oh, Jesus. You ain't on the radio now, but you're going to be on there in the
6: morning. Oh, Lord, no, no. My preacher and everybody else going to be on it. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to kill that. I'm going to kill that. I'm going to get me a cake and go to her job and f*** up. Lord, oh, Lord. Y'all going to get somebody. Stop playing like that, you know. Oh. She going to have to look out every day. She ain't going <laughs> to never where it's coming from. I'm going to be like the thief in the night on her. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey.
7: sighs> Miss Barbara, I got to ask you one more thing. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land?
6: Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Y'all what?
7: Hey, can you, make a, can you make a socket to me cake?
6: Yeah, I can make a sock
3: at your cake, but you better hope it ain't got a gun in it. Y'all don't mess around, get around mess with somebody like that. They business <laughs> there. <laughs> there we go. That's that cake lady. Yeah, play, too yeah. Much. play way too much. <laughs> too way. We stupid, baby. Got to be stupid. That's, that's that's the only way to be. And I will be stupid Saturday night in Greensboro, North Carolina, at the Carolina Theater. <laughs> I love how oh he it. Oh dear, you like, must get a ticket to come shows. out and see me. It's going to be absolutely ravishing. So everyone in Greensboro, North Carolina, the nephew, nephew Tommy, will be at the Carolina (laughs) Theater. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster or at the box office right now. Okay? (laughs) Absolutely beautiful, I must say. Once again, ravishing. Greensboro, <laughs> North Carolina, <laughs> oh dear, absolutely. you must get tickets to come out and see the foolery that I'm going to display upon you. It's going to be absolutely ravishing is the word. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, dear Shirley. You said that, <laughs> man. Who are you? <laughs> Splendiferous. Oh my God, it's dear Junior. How are you, dear? You
1: better sell these be... damn tickets to uh-huh. stop all this playing.
3: At the Carolina Theater, <laughs> Uncle Steve, you must come out. Why don't you come out and do about fifteen minutes for the public?
1: <laughs> yeah, then what you gonna <laughs> do?
3: I'm going to do as much as I want to do, Uncle Steve. We must get together soon. I on, I was come asked out there about one
1: time and mop your ass. I'm gonna show you something.
0: <laughs> So you gonna mom me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: funny, Tommy.
3: That's funny. Tommy's skinny. But I do have a show that me, Junior, and Jay doing. You know, we got an extra spot if you wanna get Where? with us. Y'all Ooh. doing something together. Uh-huh. yeah in Philadelphia.
4: Come at us, All right, thank you nephew. Uh <sighs> coming up next, it is my <laughs> strawberry letter. The subject stuck in an open relationship. We'll get into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go, Neff.
3: Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter.
4: Subject stuck in an open relationship. Dear Stephen Shirley, Two years ago, I met a guy on an online site for dating and we became close. In the beginning, he told me that he was in an open relationship with a woman and he wanted me to meet her. I agreed since I wasn't looking for anything serious. I met the girl and she and I have become the best of friends. When I'm hanging out with her guy, she's okay with it, because she has another special friend that she kicks it with. We were all okay with the current arrangement until I got more serious about the guy and realized I was falling in love with him. He's a great provider and a great dad, not just to his own kids, but to my son too. He tells me he loves me and needs me, and when I look into his eyes, I feel like he's telling me the truth. He says that he loves the other girl too, but his bond with me is stronger. She has admitted that she's not in love with him, but she needs him in her life until she gets on her feet and can take care of herself. He has been telling me that we will have a future together, but I don't know if I believe him or if he's just holding on to hope or if I'm just holding on to hope and being a fool. I got caught up in something I thought I could handle, but the open relationship no longer works for me. I want him all to myself, but I also want to keep the friendship with his main girl. I'm also going to be so hurt if he's been playing me all along, just so I won't leave him. He has the best of both worlds, and if he and I get together, he might not want to be in a committed relationship. What should I do? Do you think I should have a serious talk with him to see what's up or just move on and find a man that doesn't have multiple women? Wow, I'm so glad, first of all, you're being honest with yourself, okay, about getting caught up. You know, you're honest with yourself about that because you did get caught up wanting him all to yourself and, and not wanting an open relationship now. But you know what? You already know the answer to this question. You already know. I mean, you asked, should you move on and find a man that doesn't have multiple women? Well, yes, of course. I mean, yeah. You don't want to be in an open relationship. You said it. Um, That's a quick answer. But before you jump into something else, you know, with another man, you got to take a moment to reflect and and figure out, you know, how you got yourself into this situation. You said you weren't looking for anything serious. And and look what happened. Love creeped up on you. So you're not ready for this kind of relationship. You don't need to be in any kind of open relationship because it can happen again and again and again. Um, you know you can let him know how you feel you know like you say he's got the best of both worlds he's got you he's got this other woman so what is his incentive for just being with you and you don't trust him anyway you you don't trust him you, you you're already feeling like he's not telling you the truth like he's lying to you and all of this this open relationship stuff is not for you you don't do open relationships okay and that's what this is and uh, it doesn't look like he's trying to change anytime soon because he's happy he's got the best of both worlds Steve
1: I'm I'm so damn confused what's wrong this whole letter is just that from the the title stuck in an open relationship how you stuck in something that's open see you stuck in a door cause it won't open Uh Your foot got stuck in the door because somebody closed it on it. Your finger stuck in the car door because somebody shut it. How you stuck in something that's open? Let's just start, right? Okay. Met a guy online uh, for a date, and then y'all became close. Well, I don't know what you think that means, y'all became close, so I guess y'all just started having sex. Let's just go and say that. Uh, Okay. In the beginning, he told me that he was in an open relationship with a woman, and he wanted me to meet her. I agreed. What? (laughs) This letter is the best letter I've read in a long time. I've never seen more people more agreeable with some BS Mm -hmm. than this right here. Because this BS. Yeah. And once you start agreeing to BS, Mm. you must be ready to accept the BS that comes with agreeing to the BS. So when you started, you say, I'm in an old relationship with a woman, and I want you to meet her. That was to test and see how far you go. Mm-hmm. Guess right. what? You said you'd meet her, and then guess what? I agreed. You know cause you know why she agreed? Because she wasn't looking for nothing serious. Yeah. Well, what was you looking for then? You Was you just looking for anything? Like- you must have just been online just looking for anything. Okay? You met the girl. She and I have become the best of friends. You got to be about one of the loneliest damn people I've never met in your life. You you met a dude online that y'all became close, started Mm -hmm. having sex. Then he told you he was in an open relationship with another woman. He wanted you to meet her. You agreed because you wasn't looking for nothing serious. You met the girl, and now y'all the best of friends. What the hell is wrong here?
4: <laughs> Everything.
1: When I'm hanging out with her, guys, she's okay with it because she got another special friend that mm. she kicking it with. Mm. So, y'all, this is just an organized orgy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this is. This is like just that. an organized <laughs> orgy. Uh-huh. She got another special friend she kicking it with because she in an open relationship with him, mm-hmm. but you done got in a relationship with him too close to, and now you done met her because he wanted you to meet her, and now you agreed because you wasn't looking for nothing to see Now, y'all the best of damn friends. Now, you done found out she got another special friend that's kicking it harder than you and your special friend.
4: Ooh, this is fun, huh?
1: Man, <laughs> this, this is love and hip-hop. <laughs>
4: Craziness. All right, h- hang on, Steve, with your second part of your answer. Uh, we're going to have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject stuck in an open relationship. We'll get back into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, uh, Steve. Come on, let's recap today's strawberry letter subject: stuck in an <sighs> open relationship. Ooh,
1: I'm tired. <laughs> this it's woman online met this man. Now she's stuck in an open relationship. Met this man, they got close because they had sex. He he told her she was in an open. He was in an open relationship with another woman and wanted them to meet. Mm. You wasn't looking for nothing serious, so you agreed to meet him. You done met her, and now y'all have become the best of friends. Now, when you out with her guy, she don't mind. Because she got another special friend that she kicking it with. That's when we discovered that they're having an organized
0: origin.
1: (laughs) Then she says we were all okay with the current arrangement until I got more serious about the guy. That's because I was watching uh, one show somewhere. When women have sex, it releases a chemical in their body. Uh, The chemical is called oxytocin. And uh, it makes you crazy, kind of like oxymoron. Uh, it's very close to that. And that's very close to an old bleach that we used to use called Oxidol. And Oxidol comes with blue bleaching crystals. If you yeah. Ever take a bath in Oxidol and in them blue bleaching crystals, you don't swish it around good. Them blue bleaching crystals get stuck in cracks on your body. And I went to school the next day and I didn't know why my ass was hot. Wow. But it was, it was just hot. hot. And it was hot. And one of them, them blue bleaching crystals had got caught in my ass from Oxidol. And as I was walking down the hallway, it had melted <laughs> into the center of my butt. And uh, um, <laughs> my whole ass just caught on fire. Was that hot. was from Oxidol. <laughs>
4: Back to so the letter. Please. This thank chemical
1: you. that releases in women is called uh, oxytocin. It's yeah. a chemical that women release okay. when they have sex that causes them to feel more than it is okay. love. Uh-huh. So that's oxytocin. Okay. Yes, yeah. thank that's you. That's very different from Oxidol. Yeah. So <laughs> both of them is a burning sensation. <laughs> And you started falling in love with this guy. Mm-hmm. Now, he's now listen to this. He's a great provider. He's a great dad, not just his own kids to my son, too. Who is this man? Yeah. He's a great lover. He got a woman with some babies. He got a woman on the side. He got you on the side to meet the woman on the side. The woman on the side kicking it with another dude. Now, you done fell in love with the man that ain't in love with nobody but his damn self. Mm-hmm. He tells me he loves me, and when I look in his eyes, I feel like he's telling me the truth. Now, I don't like to personalize letters, but you know how many times I done looked yes, dead do. in somebody's <laughs> eyes and lied to him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in court one time, had my hand on the Bible, and turned right around, and told the <laughs> judge it was not me. I'm telling you good hell well. With tears in my eyes, too. It wasn't me, I sound very convinced. And you know, this was before forensic science and stuff. This was 1974 when I was on trial, um, and so, you know, I what? got off because there wasn't no forensic science <laughs> oh, or nothing like that. It was, he said, It was he said, she said it was his word against my word, uh-huh. and he already had a record. I didn't. Okay. So, I stole the books, but I said he did. And Back it, it, it to the letter. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just stay he away from that Oxidocs, that with Blue uh-huh. Crystals. <laughs> A set of fire to your ass, anyway. Oh, care nothing about this letter, this stupid-ass letter. I'd rather be talking about the blue bleaching crystals than that oxygen. It was hot. Anyway, uh, this man that looked in the eyes and you felt like he telling the truth. He says he loves me and the other girl, too, but his bond with me is strong. Mm-hmm. She has admitted that she's not in love with him but well, she needs him in her life until she gets on her feet and can take care of herself. So he's sugar daddy in everybody. He paying a little bit here, a little bit there. Mm-hmm. And he do just enough to keep her need. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a bad paycheck. You know, you just, mm-hmm. it's just enough to get you to the next check. You can't quit because uh-uh. you got to get to come to work fried. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what a bad lover is, a po ass sugar daddy. He gives you just enough to get to the next check. You know. <laughs> I've been that too. Except my sugar daddy loving only lasted to Tuesday, cause I didn't have that much back then. So I gave you enough for I'll stress. Do. If I gave it to you on Sunday, <laughs> you was out of money on Tuesday. I didn't have enough to last to the next paycheck. I don't know why this letter is so personal to you, me. Know. but
0: no, I don't know. know. It's
1: don't because know. this letter, I don't give a damn about it. And I just thought I'd have more fun with it if I just told you some uh, things I was going. Yeah, are doing it. Anyway, uh, he's been telling me that he will ha- that we all have a future together, but I don't know if I believe him or if I'm just holding on to hope and being a fool. Well, if you don't believe him, look back in his eyes. Because every time you look in his eyes, it feel like he's telling the truth. So stop looking off and keep looking in his eyes. That way, it'll feel like he's telling you the truth. I got caught up in something I thought I could handle, but this open relationship no longer works for me. I want him all to myself, but I also want to keep the friendship with this main girl. And I, now, really, I think something's going on with her and the girl. And the girl. Mm. Which is cool, probably look like a better hookup for you. You and the girl are the hookup, because he ain't, he just playing both of y'all. Then she says, I'm also going to be so hurt if he's been playing me all along. What? All y'all playing. Yeah. From the get-go. So go on and start getting hurt. Uh, anyway, if he and I get together, it might end up in a, might not want to be in a committed relationship. What should I do? Do you think I should have a serious talk with him? Why y'all talking now? <laughs> no, I don't have a serious talk. He playing with it. Because he's playing with you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Steve. You
4: can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Please check out can the strawberry. Strawberry One letter.
1: last thing. Yes. You really don't have to be feel this pain by yourself. Get you some oxidol <laughs> and put it in the bath water and That's don't swish them blue say. crystals <laughs> around real clear. When you get a couple of them caught up in you, it'll be the same burning ass feeling you're having with him, too.
4: Anyway, don't forget to check out the uh, Strawberry Letter Podcast on Demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, Donald Trump's tax returns subpoenaed by manhattan's da will talk about that right after this
2: you're listening Let's to be the be steve be harvey, be. harvey morning show <laughs>
4: The saga over Donald Trump's tax returns took another turn Monday when it was revealed that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office uh, fired off a subpoena to Trump's accounting firm calling for the release of eight years, eight years of Trump's personal and corporate Ooh. income tax returns as part of an ongoing probe, okay? The subpoena was sent last month. It was just made public. Uh, DA Cyrus Vance Jr.'s office is investigating the hush money payments given to porn star Stormy Daniels and Playboy pinup Karen McDougal. Vance is investigating whether business records related to the payments were falsified by the Trump organization. So um, we'll see finally, guys, uh, if uh, this is going to make the Trump team uh, give up his tax returns. Not, so far he hasn't. He's
1: not turning yeah. in his tax yeah,
4: returns. Yeah, so far he hasn't. And no they don't They and, don't and, and- obey
1: subpoenas to come and testify. He's got people in the White House he's told not to go to yeah. testify on subpoenas. He's not turning over his tax reform. You'll never see his tax return.
3: At all. You know, I, I not as really long know. as what he's president. What we do and it ain't right. Huh? Mm-hmm. If if we do see him, what they gonna do? They gonna what they gonna do? They're gonna vote for him in twenty. His supporters
1: are not going <laughs> to do anything. Exactly, <laughs> not going to change anything about him. Mm-hmm. They're exactly. committed to this guy. Yeah.
4: yeah, I mean, you know, the president has long claimed that uh, he's being audited by the IRS. That's why he uh, can't release his tax returns. Yeah, yeah, this is the longest audit. Yeah. Right. In the history of of audits. Yeah. (laughs) And the IRS. This this, this
1: guy sits in the White House and he does what he wants to do. Absolutely. He doesn't care anything about protocol. He doesn't care anything about law. He doesn't care anything about subpoenas. He doesn't care anything about what you vote. And he don't care what you think about him.
4: Dictator mentality. And he's as long as he's
1: president. He can't be indicted. Mm-hmm. So his whole goal right now is to get reelected so he can stay free for four more years.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: and
3: that is the truth. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Yeah, for sure.
4: I just, um, I mean, you know, they. so at least we know somebody's trying to do something. You know, people aren't just sitting around doing nothing. At least they are investigating and trying to make something happen, even though it's not working. Shirley, you
1: know? Shirley, they're not doing anything. They're playing the game. Mm.
4: They're just putting out information that they're doing something.
1: Because they can't make him do anything. Yeah. And the Senate is not going to force it. No, no. Because that's, that's Republican, Republican control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. what are we mm-hmm. going to do? We're sitting here watching yes. ourselves as taxpayers. being done any way they want to do us right Mm now well we do have our vote and we could change all of this if we voted in midterms Mm -hmm. if we voted in all these local elections and if we vote Mm -hmm. to the president that's
4: Mm -hmm. right right, coming up at the top of the hour Steve the Cleveland Brown fans already jumping off the bandwagon we'll talk about that when we come back right after this
2: you're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show
4: All right, Steve. Your beloved Cleveland Browns play the New York Jets last night in Monday Night Football. Well, uh, even before the Well, season- Steve. Come on, you have nothing to I say. Only one, one, huh? <laughs> What's that? I told you so. Look, or uh, that self-assured look on your face. What
1: is that, Mama? Here come, <laughs> here come, that, come that man. man. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a problem, though, because the next five games is ugly, man. Mm-hmm. We playing the Rams. We playing the Seahawks. We playing Ooh, the Patriots. The we playing the Saints. We got trouble. Well, mm-hmm. don't get we Tosh got- started on them Drew Brees thumb. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he had that surgery. Man, we got trouble. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
4: before the season started, Steve, the Browns were expected by many to be a big-time force uh, this season. Lots of young talent on the team. But then the Browns fans were upset at how they played in week one, and they didn't look so good. They looked pretty bad, actually. Uh, and that's all it took for a bunch of Cleveland fans just to jump off the bandwagon like that. You've been a Cleveland that fan fast, for huh? years. It's one, one loss since to Jim Brown. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it ain't hard, though, y'all. It ain't hard to get <laughs> off Wait, this way. one wagon. last night? Uh, I'm on the wagon. I stayed on it. Yeah, since
4: yeah. Jim Brown. But right? you know,
1: I don't. I don't Little care. Kid. But now, what I did decide was mm. the first Sunday when they lost, that the Cleveland Browns will never wreck another Monday of mine.
3: <laughs> That's
1: what I did decide. <laughs> did they
3: wreck your Monday? <laughs> no, sir. So
1: I got on up Monday morning. And I came to the conclusion. If y'all don't give a damn about winning the game, mm-hmm. why should I? That's right. <laughs> That's, That's how you right. feel. Mm-hmm. That's, right. uh, That's now how If y'all about care me. about winning, I care about winning. Okay. When y'all don't care about winning, I'm through, too. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah. Well, what if they care and they mm-hmm. still lose, though? That could happen.
1: Uh, yeah. you Obviously, you didn't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve. <laughs> 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 they just <laughs> lost.
4: Sometimes you just lose. And uh, you what, care. Somebody wins.
6: Yeah. yeah. win. What's a Monday like in Cleveland after the Browns lose? Like, What happens down
1: there? Uh, a lot of cleaning people don't go to work.
3: <laughs> There's trash everywhere. They won't go to work. A lot of
1: cleaning people. Most cleaning people don't like to go to work at the Browns loss. Like, if you go in the bathroom, you find out, damn, ain't nobody been in here cleaning. Yeah. You know, it's different. A <laughs> cleaning people. You go outside, you know, trash, don't get picked up on Monday.
4: Who's more devoted but to their about, team what, what, than wait, the wait uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, you think?
1: Oh, it's a lot of people more dedicated.
4: More, you think? Than mm. the Cleveland Browns fans, there's something special.
1: Well, yeah. See, we mo, we, we harder with it.
3: Uh-huh.
1: You know, we, we, we way harder <laughs> yes. with it. You know, you know. Oh, angry you know with it. That's yeah. You know, we love hard. Our love is hard.
3: <laughs> it, it is. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, You better take the ball. <laughs> you know, we,
1: we talk at the top of our line and don't make no damn uh-huh. sense.
4: Yeah. Cause I know uh, the Cowboys fans love the Cowboys and all uh, that, but you know guys Cowboys are different. Fans, the Browns fans,
1: yeah. like
3: y'all fight. Huh? Yeah, the y'all will fight the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We've uh, y'all don't know this. I mean, no, we've turned over team buses before. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We what? do high <laughs> school stuff too. Yeah, we'll turn your damn team <laughs> bus over. Just
3: the chair. Yeah, we don't Just give a immature. damn. Yeah. Turn a whole bus over? Yeah, man. with
1: the team on it. Flip it over. Yeah, I told you. Flip it over. You guys are different. Yeah, man. Flip it over. won't be a bingo gangster, left. Right. on that it. is. about to give a damn. Yeah. 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 Y'all won. 23-3,
3: yeah, y'all club. won. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And that was good, because we was in New York. You know, yeah. we like going out in New York. Because it's way bigger than Cleveland.
3: Wow.
4: I didn't know y'all yeah, that, that. They're Rams. different. They're different.
1: Rams next week, Sunday night, baby. Ooh, Steve, that's mm-hmm. a big game. Mm-hmm. Man, if we beat mm-hmm. the Rams, oh, good Lord have mercy. Don't come in Any here In Cleveland. Don't come in here on Monday. Mm-mm, don't do it. <laughs> Let me just get y'all take a day off. If the Browns beat the Rams, don't come in here Monday.
3: <laughs> you, you got the show.
1: You got, you got the gonna,
4: show by yourself.
1: I'm going to be sitting up in here naked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nah, orange, yeah. Steve. I'm I just saying, if we if we beat the Rams, yeah. if we beat the Rams, I'm coming in here naked. Yeah. Feel how you want to feel. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm coming in here like that.
4: All right, coming up, more music.
1: <laughs> Look for me.
4: More uh, ignorance. Yeah on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour. Right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right. So uh, this is different and great news. Marvin Gaye's classic hit, What's Going On, my favorite song of all time, uh, just got a brand new music video. Can you believe that? A brand new music video. Uh, The video was released as part of Motown Records' 60th anniversary celebration. Uh, It opens with a classic performance uh, of Marvin Gaye, some footage, and then it cuts to footage representing modern day issues like mass shootings, uh, the Flint water crisis, and more. Uh, We want to play that uh, resonates with the song and the history of Motown while also remaining relevant to uh, social political issues in the music video. That's what the music uh, video director uh, shares with us. Her, her name is Savannah Leaf. It's very important for us to find real people that resonated with those stories rather than casting actors. Uh, so... I mean, interesting. I bet
3: they better than. Uh, did they get this approved by Marvin Gaye? Key, because you know what happened last time. <laughs> oh
4: yeah, yeah. They, took they better her, be approved. You mm-hmm. know, Robin them? Thicke mm-hmm. and Pharrell yeah, DeCourt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hey, have you guys seen that uh, Hitsville on uh, on demand with um, Barry Gordy? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's really good. The making of Motown is very good. You got to see it. Yeah, Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah, very. You got to check it out. Yeah. Go to Steve Harvey FM if you want to see the new Marvin Gaye video. It is right there for you to see. I can't wait to see it.
1: Yeah, it ought to be Mm -hmm. good.
4: Yeah, that's my favorite song of all time. That's my time. Really? All time. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, yeah. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 after the hour.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Did y'all have a good time at Sand and Soul last year? Yes,
4: we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That's why we back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The balling continues in Cancun, Mexico. Woohoo! You hear me? Yes. We heard. All the news that happened in the DR was nobody's fault. It was nothing we could do about it, folks. So we got to uh hustling and we found it. We found a resort that's gonna be better than the time we had a DR. I sure hate that some of you all gonna miss it, man, but I understand. But listen, if you want a shot to go and your wallet is a little tight, your pockets is, you know, you've been, you know, you've been dusted a little bit this summer, your money tight, I got a special for you. You listening? Yes. yes. Y'all yeah, supposed yeah, to listening. say yeah. I said yes. I said yes. I didn't yeah, hear I nothing. Listening. Help me. You help listening. me help you. Kick
0: it right. Come on. If you
1: call, listen to this, 1-800. You can only call to get this special. 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. Phone calls only. Our phone operators are waiting to tell you about it. I'm not even going to. It's so good. Let me mm-hmm. just give you a tip. We're going to ask them what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. But see if you can get just a little bit more. Just Whoa. see. Ask them mm-hmm. and sign up. You ain't going to believe it. October 10th through the 14th mm-hmm. at the all-inclusive Moon Palace Resort, y'all. We're going to be doing it. Carla will be there. Shirley yes. will be there. Junior would be there. Hey Jay going to come. we got to make some special provisions for him. Though. His plane <laughs> going to be so different. He's coming. I don't know we gotta what. We're going to fly room. his ass down here with all this In the stuff. moon palace. <laughs> I'm Charlie. coming on a Medivac helicopter. That's how I'm Six coming over there. extra people. <laughs> and I'm telling y'all, man, it's going to be a blast. Uh, Marjorie's pairing up with uh, Lisa Ray to do the beauty bar this year. Lisa nice. ray has got a new line. She wants to introduce the women with them special curves on that, that thing. Come on down and get your fit right. We got it going on. Sand and Soul uh, is the hottest spot this year. We're going to have a good time, man. Look, I promise you, it's going to be a good time. I'm telling you, if you miss this, but if your pockets is tight, dial 1-800- 684 2825 one 684 2825 This is just if your pockets is tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're balling and you're loaded and you don't need no discount, shh, don't say that, Steve. And you don't need no help. Because you're asking for some help, then here comes some help. Just call that number, find out what it is. All
4: right, Steve, we'll see you in Sand and Soul in Cancun, Mexico. 1-800-684-2825. <laughs>
1: if your pockets is tight.
2: <laughs>
4: All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, here we are, Steve. We've come to the end of our show. Wow, a lot of stuff happened on this show today. Uh, So here we go with just one more thing in your closing
1: remarks. Uh, Today, I want to talk something about uh, fear. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about disappointment. Today, I want to talk to you about fear. Um, Fear is a very, very real emotion. Everybody experiences it on some level or another. There's not a person alive that does not experience fear on some level don't you believe that for a minute i face it all the time i know a lot of other people who face it i know some very very successful people who have had to face it and continue to face it fear is so big and so prevalent today that the number one cause of failure is fear Nothing produces more failure than does fear. It is the fear of failure that freezes people before they even start. It is the fear of failure that causes you to second guess. It is the fear of failure that causes you not to want to deal with the rejection and the potential hurt that failure causes. So fear cripples you on so many levels. Fear is the number one cause of failure in this country. Okay, but how is it that some people somehow manage to get by anyway? What is it that you can do that would help you overcome whatever fear you're facing? Well, here's what I was taught. And this has helped me in my life, my career, my family, my jobs, my ambition, everything. To overcome fear, you overcome fear with your dreams. I want y'all to listen to me closely now. How do you overcome fear? You overcome fear with your dreams. Steve, how my dreams gonna make me overcome my fear? Cause I want you to listen to me. Because the dream is everything. The Bible says a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. The dream is everything. See, if you have no dreams and visions, you'll perish. You will die in fear. You will die sitting somewhere in fear without dreams or visions. Dreams are the counterpoint to all fear. Because listen to this, if you dream, I want you to dream so big. I want you to want something so incredible. I want you to dream of having something that's so spectacular that if it doesn't happen, you would be miserable. Man, if I don't make this dream come true, I'm going to be miserable. I want you to dream so big that not attaining that dream would absolutely be horrible for you. I want you to dream so big that not reaching your dreams is unacceptable. You cannot live in this world without the dream and the vision. You can live in this world without your mother, your father, your brother. You can live in this world without a wife, a husband. You can live in this world without a lot of things. But what you cannot live in this world without is dreams and visions. You will perish without those things. You have to dream of something and want something. That's what keeps pushing you forward. So if you want to overcome your fear, you do it with your dreams. Dream big, man. So that And dream so big that it is unthinkable that you can't have this dream come true. And here's the side note. God is in to make your dream come true business. Ain't he? He do it all the time. I'm telling you, man, God does it all the time. He makes people's dreams come true. What are you dreaming about? Explore what you're really dreaming about so you can lose your fear. You're afraid to open your business. Because if your business fails, you'll lose the money you saved, and you won't open your business because you'd have to, you might lose your job when your boss find out. Dream bigger. Dream of what opening that business could do for you. The freedom of freedom of the, the, the feeling of freedom that you would have. The, the extra money you could make. What you could do for your family, the things you could leave a legacy of. Maybe your dream ain't big enough. Maybe you got to dream of owning a large company, maybe a mom and pop store. Maybe you dream of climbing the corporate ladder. Maybe you're dreaming of becoming the supervisor or the CEO of the company. You got to dream so big, man, that if this dream don't happen, you'll be miserable. You have to dream so big that it becomes, and, and, it, it, and it, 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 it's no way you can accept your life without this dream. Once you can do that, you can press through your fears. You can move forward. You can get on with it. I'm telling y'all, I was taught this. To overcome fear, you overcome fear with your dreams. Dream so big that if it don't happen, you'll be miserable. Dream so big that if you don't attain it, it'll be horrible. Dream so big that you can't imagine your life without living your dreams. And then guess what? It will supply the fortitude, the strength, and the courage to face your fear and move on with your life. Dreams is the key to overcoming your fear. Y'all have a good weekend. I sure am.